And we are back. That's right. Back again for another exclusive of the Hoopla. Yes, sir. And as always, rocking with you on this fine, beautiful Thursday evening. It's your boy Faraz. And I got with me, as always, stir fry to the top. <laughs> we got some very interesting things to debate, to discuss on the rundown. So for us. Before we get into that, there was some news. There yeah, was some man. News that dropped. Go ahead. A little, a little breaking news, man. People all over the world was was shmoney dancing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, the Queen, you know what I'm saying? Queen Elizabeth II of oh. England, after a 72 year reign, unfortunately has passed. You know, rest in peace to the Queen. Moment of silence for her. Long live the king, <laughs> LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know where we'd be without him today. You know what I'm saying? And I know one thing, one thing's for certain, you know. Hopefully when that day happens, hopefully it doesn't happen for a very long time, the people will be so sad, not rejoicing in shmoney, shmoney dancing all over the world. I actually saw a Twitter post that said um, Irish, uh, Indian, and black Twitter right now. And they were all, it was just a video of people dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I saw that same one. Saw that same one. Hey, England got uh, beef. Queen did seventy-two years. Brown on twenty right now. Who knows? He might catch up. <laughs> Shit, At this bro, pace, if, you never if know. LeBron, if LeBron's in the league in twenty seventy, I'm. I'm. I don't even know. I'm just gonna call it quits, bro. I'm. I don't even know what to do, man. At that point. But you mentioned it. He's on pace to do it, right? <laughs> it's never been done before. So, and, and it's funny that you mentioned that, right? So, in all seriousness, though, seventy-two years—it's a long time. That's actually longer than twenty-two of the current thirty NBA franchises have been around. Think about Crazy. that for a second. She did numbers, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm she, just saying she was definitely coasting on the dream team in the back, in the back end. That's facts. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? Well, Just no shouts out Boris Johnson. And, you know, oh, I don't know. Bro, I don't really know much about this monarchy. I just know what I learned from Twitter today. <laughs> but with that being said, we don't gave him enough time. You know what I mean? On this episode, we got a lot to talk about. First things first, we got to mention the 1K subscriber giveaway. You know what mm. I'm saying? It is live. You know, we're going to go into a little bit of details at the back end of this episode. You know? Ty, why don't you let them know what we'll be talking about this episode? Yeah, so glad you asked because today we're discussing who's more likely to have the bounce back year, Julius Randle or Russell Westbrook. And my guy, I got to tell you, if there were two players that fans of their respective teams didn't want to see back after this offseason, it was these two guys. Knicks fans, I, I know you didn't want him back, but guess what? He's here for another go around. And Laker faithful, though some of you thought you could get assets back for that guy, at $44 million a year, which still blows my mind, he's back as well. So me and Faraz are here to tell you if we see bounce back performances in their future. You know, Tyler, these guys are back, but will they be back and better than ever? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or better than before, at least, because God damn, were they abysmal last season. Not to say Julius Randle is a fit issue. Julius Randle just played like, like a bum. Russell Westbrook, effort is never his problem, but... but he had the worst season of his career by far as well. And it's so. kind of interesting. There's the yin and the yang in their issues, right? As you mentioned, Russell, it was not an effort issue. For Julius, it seemed like there couldn't have been less effort at times on the defensive <laughs> end. 
But there are some similarities in what we think might be the solution. So stay tuned for that. We got a good episode for you. Yes, sir. With that being said, man, what a fall from grace for these two guys, right? Julius Randle went from one of the hottest names in the league after, you know, we know he had a tough start to his career. His first or second NBA game breaks his leg. <laughs> Literally, they tell you go out and break a leg. He did, <laughs> you know? He had a, a great season two seasons ago, was an all-star. Not so great last year. Russell Westbrook, man, he just got voted, even with the worst season of his career, into the NBA Top 75. It speaks to what kind of guy he is. It speaks to what his resume shows. So um, what a fall from grace for these guys, especially more so Russ, because it's sad to see one of the most loved players become the biggest enemy, right? The, everyone wanted to hate on Russ, you know? Yeah, and it's weird. The, the slight difference is for Russ... People were already having questions before he played a game in that Laker jersey. He went from the flawed but talented first ballot Hall of Famer that we all know he is yeah. to a, a liability, a floor spacing liability, a closing lineup liability, playing himself off the court at some times for that Laker team. And Julius Randle, after that phenomenal year, he was the shot creating, efficient shooting point forward on his way to Nick legendary status. To one of the league's most ineffective number one options yeah like plain and simple these guys underwhelmed on to be honest an unprecedented unanticipated level especially in julius's case but we're not here to talk about what happened in the past right we're talking about what will happen in the future and there's a chance both of these guys bounce back and in my opinion to make that a reality moderation is going to be the key. Like, I'm looking at Julius's game, and he's coming off a 20.10 rebound, five assist season, but there were three turnovers a game mixed in there with awful percentages, literally yeah. eight, 7% down on three-point and field goal percentage. But I'm looking at his game, and I'm like, all right, Jalen Brunson's going to help. You have a true point guard to take that point forward responsibility away from you. Now yeah. you can get back to what you were doing when you were playing with Anthony Davis in the Bayou, what you were doing when you were playing at college in Kentucky, being an off-ball slasher. Yes, the playmaking can still come, but it's in moderation. I think that's going to be real good for him. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think you explained the situation perfectly. Jalen Brunson, no doubt, is going to come in and do what he does. And that's why he was so highly targeted by the Knicks, right? We spoke about it time and time again. He was never brought in to be their number one guy, right? But he was brought in to assist the number one and number two guys, you know? So I think you mentioned it perfectly. And Julius Randle's problem is when he feels like he has to do too much. Because two yes. seasons ago, it wasn't in his head. It's not like he felt like he had to do too much. It's who he was. He's like, I'm him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> him Neutron, right? Him so, with the Anthony. Yeah. Him with the Anthony. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, I, man, that, that's the funniest thing ever. So, um, with that being said, though, yeah, now it's it's funny, right? I, I saw this in a documentary one time. Actually, it was about soccer, not even about basketball. But it was this player who had the most insane season ever of his career, right? This is the problem with the media and the fans. Something that would have never been imaginable for me, I've achieved. If I don't go out and increase that feat or at least yeah. match it, I'm a failure, so the pressure is there from day one. As soon as they lost in the playoffs, and it's in Julius's head, I have to get better. I have to be that guy. I have to take that next step. And that has been the number one detriment to his game. Moving on to Russell Westbrook, man. His team has made moves to help him thrive. But, man, 
Dude, I felt like something could have gone wrong with the Miami Heat and everybody would blame Russell Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just Russ's fault, man. He's just he's just doing the most and not doing enough at the same time. So that's how bad it was for him. Um break down your thoughts on Russell Westbrook for a bit. Yeah, that Laker spotlight shine bright. I mean, he played in college in LA, but it wasn't the market of the Lakers. It's really the biggest stage he's been on. And that's crazy to say for someone that's accomplished what he's accomplished in this league. But I think regaining his confidence is going to be the key, right? We, we saw for the first time a timid uh, and at times unaggressive, even if he was still playing his heart out, Russell Westbrook. And that's not that guy, right? He has to get back to his greatest strength. And that is getting downhill, getting to the cup. And even if he's not scoring, finding his guys. We, you remember those dump-off passes we used to see going to Steven Adams? He had like four or five of those a game. <laughs> he was making his wing shooters look great in OKC. We need that Russell Westbrook back, even if it's not a triple-double, even if it's in a smaller role. As long as he's confident, going to the rim, not settling for threes, Russell is due for this bounce-back year, man. Yeah, you said it perfectly, right? And and we all know Russell to be a great transition player, right? He his ability to go, get downhill is is unmatched. So I think the way the Lakers need to operate this is on the fast break situations, run it through Russ, right? Half court sets, run it through LeBron. You obviously can't use Russell to space the floor. You keep him as a slasher. I think you let Russell Westbrook run fast break plays. You look out for him in the outlet. That's a way for him to be effective. You know, we mentioned a little bit earlier, too, that the Lakers are doing things to help him thrive. Russell plays best with those 3 and D guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Which they've looked to add a couple of those guys with these, you know, these last acquisitions and everything like that. So um, I think the stage is set. You mentioned it. The key thing here for Russell is going to be confidence. You know, I think he needs to begin to accept a smaller role. And I think within those boundaries, he can once again be the Russell Westbrook that we know. Man, great job breaking it down. Now it's time to answer the question. Which of these two guys will have the bounce back here? Not saying they both can't, but who do you trust more? Julius Randle averaged a 20-point double-double with five assists, right? His problem was more so the inefficiency and the lack of effort on defense. It just, at times, just not being visible on the court. I think they're both going to play better than they did last year. But in my honest opinion, as much as I want to say Russ... It's got to be Julius Randle, right? He's already averaging the more numbers. He's already got a bigger role on his team. Jalen Brunson coming in is going to only make him better. You know, put him into, like what you mentioned earlier, a more natural role for him. Right. So I've got to go with Julius Randle as much as I want to say Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I'm with you there, bro. He's going to have a longer lease than Russell Westbrook, right? They're already planning the way out for him in L.A. <laughs> like, they've got the backup point guard and Patrick Beverly ready to take his spot. They probably have a couple deals on the table. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, he's in the last year of his contract where they can just buy him out if it's really going that bad and send him home. So, yeah, it's Julius Randle for all those reasons and more, even though I still, like you, have some confidence and some hope that Russell Westbrook gets this done, man. Because if he doesn't, if he looks bad or even, dare I say, worse than he did last year, it's going to be hard for me to see him get another job in the NBA. And now, a message from our sponsors. From the good folks over at EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. You got a low hairline, beard not looking tight, skin looking a little too rough. Need a beard brush? Need any of the above? Plus more? You've come to the right place. Ty, let them know where they've come to. EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. That is EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. 
They're supporting your boys here, right? They made us affiliates. And in turn, we're telling all the good people about the good products at Evan Alexander Grooming. As my boy Faraz mentioned, those hairlines looking dale and dusty, that beard <laughs> looking patchy and disgusting. Head over to evanalexandergrooming.com. Make sure you guys use that promo code hoop underscore plug underscore. And guys, this is not just a sponsor. The stuff works, okay? I, I'm a first-hand participant. I'm telling hey. y'all from experience. They're going to get you looking right. Keep you looking yes. tight. Check them out. Get it right. Keep it tight. EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. Hoop underscore plug underscore. You mentioned it. I mean, the best thing I can see for him, honestly, if things go poorly and you know no one's really shown him some love, I know OKC will always take him. They love Russ, and Russ, honestly, with those young guys, he he would be bringing something for them, if not anything other than veteran leader, veteran and emotional leadership, right? But um, yeah, man, Russell's real downfall is not his poor play; it's how much he's being paid. I think that's what puts the exclamation mark on it, right? Is that it's like he's being paid forty-four million dollars, and he's right now not a top thirty guy in the league. Might Facts. not be even that, top that plays 40. A role. That plays a big role in it. Like You could just take it back to Julius for this comparison. If he doesn't get extended last offseason and he was just on the last year of his deal, last year wouldn't have been that bad. Knicks fans wouldn't have been on him in the same manner. Um, but that price tag brings expectations. And fans, especially in big markets, are going to hold you to those expectations. A yeah, and I Russ, think... A la Julius Rand. Go ahead. No, and I think it made it him look worse, Russell Westbrook. And I say all that to say this because it's not just the Lakers and their fans. He can't get moved. And it makes it seem like Russell Westbrook can't get moved because he can't help a team. No, it's because no one's willing to pay 44 mil for Russ. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it was important to say that part of it. Big facts. Big facts. Hey, yeah. KD ain't getting moved. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. I don't know where that leaves you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Great takes, great breakdowns, great segment, my brother. Love it. Um, as you were saying, hot takes. Teed up. Let's go. We're going to kick it off with this. Pelicans, this is the year. This is the year they turn the corner. They are now, after the 2022 season, perennial playoff contenders. Dog. Zion's back, baby. I think he is. He's back and he's better. Y'all know how I feel about Zion. Y'all seen Zion's number. Zion has just been going absolutely stupid in the minimal games that he played in. He showed us he was able to do everything he was able to do in college and more at the NBA level. And although he looks like a... If you scaled him down to like 5'5", five, five, he just looked like a pudgy, you know, little fat kid. You know what I'm saying? But at 6'8", with hops, that shit different. So... And you got Brandon Ingram. You got all these guys we just spoke about, man. They, the, the Pelicans have been relatively active in the trade markets these last couple of years. I have to say, yes, this is a downtime where all these great teams, teams that you, you've come to know and love, teams like the, the Lakers, right? Teams like the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks aren't doing so bad, but they're not perennial one through fours anymore. The, the Western Conference has been shaken up. You got... The Suns up top. You got the Denver Nuggets up top. Like, you got the Warriors who, again, like, before 2015 were a non-factor franchise, you know? Um, so, and, and the Clippers are looking like the best team in L.A. Let's keep it a stack. So, Facts. 
Yeah, so I'm I gotta say yes. They've got enough options, they've gotten the experience. Zion will be dunking on everyone, averaging twenty six and thirteen. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we we might need to come back and cook on this for a full exclusive at one point. But yes, in short, yes, the Pelicans are here to stay. As long as Zion's here to stay. We know he's back, but is he gonna remain back? That's the question. But yo, not only are they a playoff team. They are a scary playoff team. You're talking about the ultimate dynamic triple threat of fire and ice. <laughs> Zion is a sledgehammer Mack truck combined in one, running through the lane, body and you just, I, you just excited to of what he can be in the playoffs. There are certain guys that their game translates to the playoffs. When the whistle gets swallowed, when its fouls aren't getting called, when threes aren't falling, you want Zion getting to the cup. And then you have the ice on the outside with Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, two of the smoothest guys in the league in terms of sidesteps. Their bags are deep, step backs. It's it's crazy. CJ proven closer. BI's got a little bit of that DNA in them too. Oh, I really like those three. They can do some damage for a long time in the Western Conference. Yeah, dude, you're right. And I mean, I think they put nice pieces around them. I mean, you got Grand Theft Alvarado to come off the bench for CJ. Mm. Um, Jonas Valanciunas, a solid center. We saw that his time with the Raptors. Jackson Hayes was a center, who, excuse me, a power forward who surprised a lot of people. Devontae Graham, more than solid. I would say even above average NBA player. Very, very, very and solid. And Dyson Daniels, a rookie. Dyson Daniels, a rookie. A lot of people are high. I'm not that high on him, but a lot of people are high on him seeing a, lo- a little bit of a, of a Lonzo ball there. There you go. You see? So I like, you're right. I mean, you got Larry Nance off the bench, Garrett Temple off the bench, a couple guys with some experience. Garrett Temple, I think, left the team, but Larry Nance was a, had a big year for them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, you, this team is looking pretty, pretty good. It's actually like sleepy good, but when you stop sleeping, you're like, all right, these guys are <laughs> scary good. Facts. All right, that's going to do it. Another episode of the Hoop Plug in the Books. Before we sign off for good, we want to take a second, tell y'all about that 1K subscriber giveaway. We're trying to give y'all some money. Ain't no one commenting yet, y'all. So if you want to enter, make sure you're subscribed. Comment hashtag plug on any one of our socials. You want some of this $300 cash prize. Yeah, guys. And I feel like y'all missed some of the memo because y'all have been subscribing. Y'all <laughs> running those numbers up. I feel like last episode we were talking about low 200s, 250. We're at two, basically 280, 85 now, right? 285? Yeah. We're about to break 300, guys. You know what I'm saying? So don't stop subscribing. We're not saying that. But, <laughs> you know, make sure to comment. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag plug. You know, run up those comments so we can enter you guys in. You know, we got money given away. You know, it's not often that they, this, these things happen. and Facts. No tricks to it, you know. You're not going to get hacked like my Instagram two days ago. So. <laughs> Hate to see that. Hate to see that. Hurt. It hurt, brother. Did you get back? Are you good right now? Bro, it's looking like I might have to make a new one, bro. This fool stole my, my, my IG from me, dog. <laughs> You hate to see it. But yeah, yeah. guys, sorry. We, y'all don't got to hear about this. You know what I mean? If you do, we still appreciate the love. Uh, without further ado, man, it's another episode of Who Plug in the Books. Ty, closing thoughts. Nah, just uh, keep supporting. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check out the plug. And as always, for us, let them know where we put that flavor. Put some flavor in your ear. Peace.